I fixed it already, so it's on acoustic. Oh, so we're not sounding angelic. She's ready to go. No. Oh, what we're is not she? Angelic. I mean, we are, but you know, we just don't sound the part. Speak for yourself. <laughs> okay, ma'am. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, anyway, hey, Sarah, it's been a while. Hi. <laughs> How you doing there, girl? I'm good. And welcome, everybody, to Cryptids and Mystics. Bam. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it because, you know. I did. Lose clues and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, welcome back, y'all. How you been? You. Sarah, how are you doing? Checking in on. Um, let's, let's see, guys. How are you this wonderful weekend? You know what? They're vibing. I love that. They're not bad, but they're not good. I love and that. And that's good. That's fine. You know what? It is what it Better is. Better than bad. Mm-hmm. 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 Could be a hell of a lot worse, I guess, right? Yeah. We're happy for you guys. Yep. Yep. yep Whatever yep. it's got to be. Yep. Um, Let's see. So, uh, let's get the business shit out of the way already. Um, Please rate us, if you're listening. Yeah. Rate us, please. Five, Five stars. stars. Preferably. <laughs> But, you know, speak honestly. Keep in mind, we are a ragtag operation. You know, mm-hmm. we're just doing our thing. As yeah, best don't make as we fun can. of our audio. <laughs> I mean, make fun of it, but to yourself. All right. Like, it's fine. <laughs> not in the review. Yeah, yeah. Just not in the review. You know what I mean? Because we, we need those positive reviews overall. Mm-hmm. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. You mm-hmm. can catch us there for sure. Like I said, um, let's see. Uh, we have a Patreon. Yes. You know, so please support us through Patreon because we'd like to eventually be able to do more things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that requires your support. We have- I mean, listening helps out, of course, but, you know, that yeah. even more. You know what I mean? <laughs> that even more. Well, know, so. we have a $3 tier and a $5 tier. And if you love listening to us, you get the episodes two days early. So. Yeah. And on top of that, too, you know, every once in a while, we'll, we'll sprinkle in there's some Patreon exclusive episodes. I think we released one recently. And on our regulars. Yeah, yeah. On our regular to give you like a little, 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 little sample, a little, 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 little snippy snip. And a moose bush, as they say. It's like a fine wine. Mm, <laughs> Let it aerate a little bit. And speaking um, of Patreon specials, um, I have some really cool... Uh, Hawaiian legends that I heard about <gasps> while I was in YPO Valley. So I will bring those to Patreon yeah. specifically. Yeah. See? So if you want to hear those, they're really good. Get on it, y'all. <laughs> I mean, that, that that's where it's at, you know. So we'll, we'll, we'll do stuff like that through there. Other little tidbits of things, like, uh, you know, like feet pics of the month or something, you know. Um, <laughs> I still love those. If they don't know what that is, that's so funny. That they're like, feet pics? Disgusting. <laughs> Ew. And then they sign up. <laughs> and, and they're like, and they're like, Okay, we get it. Yeah. They are kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Worth the money. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so please sign up. Three to five dollars a month. You know, yeah. that's pretty cheap. You know what? That's like cheaper than a cup of coffee. Usually. Yeah. I mean, from so. like a Starbucks cup of well, coffee. Well, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Dunkin's a whole different story. And even then, it's like <laughs> nothing but sugar anyway. So I've do you really want that? I've never had a Dunkin's coffee. I've only had like their foods. I've had their coffee and I used to love their pistachio Oh, that sounds uh, good. Coffee. Is, the problem with it, though, was really sweet. Oh, okay. It was, like, really sweet. Um, They, who was it? Um, Actually, there's a there's a coffee shop in, in Santana. Uh, it's called uh, Cafecito. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cafecito. Okay. I think I've heard of that. Yeah, so uh, really, really, really good coffee. <laughs> like, holy mother of Jesus. Okay. Uh, they use uh, pistachio milk as well, Ooh, too, with that pistachio okay. coffee. And let me tell you. That shit is bomb. That shit is bomb. I love those local coffee spots. They have Cafe de Olla as well, too. Really? And that shit oh is God. amazing. Uh, Amy had this one. Um, I, th- I think it was like kind of like a brown sugar coffee mm-hmm. drink that she had. And it was that was phenomenal, too, with oat milk and everything. Like, oh. oh, my God. The first time I ever had oat milk was from this place. It was a local place called Bunch Coffee. They no longer exist, sadly. Mm. Um, but they were in Covina mm-hmm. in the downtown area. And they had something they called an horchata latte. And it was made with oat milk. Ooh. And it was, like, served cold or hot. And I always ordered it cold because mm-hmm. I'm a big cold coffee person. Yeah, yeah. It was phenomenal. It was mm-hmm. the best thing I ever had in my life. Their coffee was so smooth and just, like, Oh my god, it was so amazing. Yeah. And they fucking closed down on me and I'm so sad. You know what's really good uh, too is uh in Glen here in Glendora, uh, Penny Roasters. 
Penny Roasters. Where's that? The, they're in the Glendora Marketplace. Oh yeah, yeah, I know where that's. They're so good too. They I haven't really tried them yet. Good. They're really, really good. I um, passed by them on the way to work, so maybe I'll grab some coffee from them. I recommend Monday it. morning. They 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 have some good coffee there for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, next chance we get if we ever end up out there in Orange County, mm-hmm. like you know definitely take you there it's really good okay like it's it's worth it and they also they also have a brewery like around the corner so of the, course. They have a brewery and a coffee <laughs> shop um because the the brewery is called uh uh cito oh okay and so that's where the cito came in for cafe cito got it and you know cafecito but anyway um <laughs> yes really good um highly recommend why did we start talking about coffee i don't know i'm sad that i saw a few different like um like little small shops in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, on the Big Island, and I didn't get to try any of them because, like, I didn't have my own car. We rented like my cousins rented a car and they drove everyone around. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And like we had coffee like in the Airbnb we were in, so no one wanted to like stop and go get coffee with me. See, so. you know, man, <laughs> you, you gotta immerse yourself in the experience. You I should have been like, like, can I just have the keys and I'll be right back? <laughs> Yo, know, I promise I'm not gonna go off roading. Just <laughs> let me be there. Let me be there. You know, uh, I did drive the car a couple times, but it was like once at night and once when we were on our way somewhere. So like we didn't have time to stop for coffee. Yeah. Unfortunately. Sadly. That's just <laughs> depressing. I'm sorry. It's so sad, especially because like when I got like not when I got home, but the last day we were there, I saw a TikTok that was like must try places in on the big island. And one of them was a coffee shop that was literally down the street from where we were staying. Son of a bitch. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was so sad. Girl, where the hell were you <laughs> when I started this venture? Yeah, because then I could have told them, like, oh, I saw this on TikTok. Let's go. And then I could convince the girls. The girls are my teenage cousins. They're they're young enough to be, like, my nieces. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, if I can convince them, yeah. the whole group would have went. Right. <laughs> had you known. Had I had known. Had you had something had specific. Known. God damn it. <laughs> but real quick, before anything, uh, speaking of Hawaii and stuff like that, everything mm-hmm. going on out there right now. Um, yes in maui yeah all i can say to that is i hope people are safe i hope people are okay yeah uh i'm sorry for those that have been lost Mm -hmm. please donate please help out yeah however you can um water and food and shelter and money everything and everything you know so please just help them out you know like it's it's terrible overall and don't be one of those assholes out there that's like uh, I think I saw a video of someone that was supposed to be traveling out there for mm. a vacation, and they're like, "Oh, well, we have fires out here too, and they're just as bad." And blah blah blah. It's like a couple from Redlands or something That's like that. So fucking ridiculous. And I'm like, "Why the fuck you got to compare your shit, dude? People like, are suffering either way. Like, one, help them out. Don't compare. Two, we don't live on a small fucking island, right? Like, right. if it's blowing, it's blowing inward where there's, like, rule, nothing. And if you built your house out there, that's kind of your fault. You built it in a wildfire zone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, you live on a small island, like, there's nowhere to go. And very limited resources. All very... they have is, like, in Hawaii, on every island, they have, like, a highway belt. It goes around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, so if one part of it's blocked off, like, part of the island is blocked off. You can't mm-hmm, get around. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people make their living by setting up stands on the side of the road and right. having their food stands on the side of the road and like their small shops that they pay rent in. And it's like that's destroyed. Right. These people, that's all they have their for their living. Fuck. And it's so expensive to live in Hawaii. Yeah. It just, yeah. it costs, everything costs so much oh, more yeah. there. I mean, think about the little to no accessibility to things, yeah. right? Like, like uh, in comparison to how things are here for us, you know? So. Don't be an asshole, man. Just fucking help out. Exactly. You know, any way that you can. It's um, so fucked up. The devastation is bad. Th- so, you know, like, fuck, man. Just help help, help out. You know what I mean? That's... that's if that's, you can. I understand yeah. if you don't have any money to help out. Right, right. Sure. Maybe but, get the word out of other people that can help. Right. Spread the word. Direct you know people I mean? like to maybe, the maybe, right resources. Yeah, maybe like repost videos that you see uh, yeah. online that like are sharing the resource, like links to things and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like... Simple things like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but any way to help out, help out for sure. And if you want to you know? find stuff like that, look up like local businesses that are there and then look up their Instagrams because often they'll have like um their Venmos or their Cash App or something because or GoFundMe or whatever. Yeah. Because you know? a lot of the stuff that um is coming in like quote like legally and through aid centers, they have to um go quote go through it and see that if it's not like poisonous or whatever. And I, I understand that. Right. But you're not getting the resources to people quick enough. Right. It's it, There's a major delay with it. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you give them money directly, then that will help them and their families sure. faster. For sure. So. For sure. 
Um, and that's that with with that part there. Um, oh, before I forget, moving on. Uh-huh. Um, if you have stories that you guys want to share, uh, stories that you've heard, experiences you've had with the you know all things paranormal or cryptid or uh, you with know spooky, with all that all <laughs> that good shit. You know, uh, please, please, please uh, reach out to us on, on our socials. You know, mm-hmm. on Instagram, on TikTok. Um, we thankfully don't have a Facebook. <laughs> I was I was about to say Facebook. I was like, we don't have a Facebook. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, at Cryptid Cryptid Mystics Pod. I think is Cryptid uh, and Mystic Pod or yeah. Cryptid Mystic Pod. I can't I think remember. Cryptid Mystic Pod. If you if you search up Cryptids and Mystics Pod, you know we'll come up. We'll come up. You'll see us. Yeah, We're it's, there. It's Cryptid Mystic Pod. There you go. Um, you know, uh, DM us through there. Uh, follow our posts and stuff like that as well. Um, you can also uh, email us cryptids and mystics podcast at gmail dot com yes. if you guys want to send your uh, videos or, or your your um, stories over. You can write them or you can even send them as an audio file. We can put your lovely voices in because we're trying to collect stories for uh, listener episodes. So please, by all means, share because yeah. sharing is caring. Or we love hearing from y'all. Yeah. Especially if you want to use your voice and be like, hey, check me out. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> you know, like, cool. I, I mean, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, we love to see it. Aside from the fact that I'm, you know, recording this or whatever. But, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, please do so. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, hopefully y'all will join us. So, um, anything else before we jump into La Buena Cosa? That is our stories. Um, we do have to try these little snacks. That I mm-hmm. So when I was in the airport at Kona, um, I saw there's a huge Asian population in Hawaii other than just Polynesian people. Right. Um, and so they have fun little snacks. I think these are Korean. If uh, I'm not. Yeah, I think maybe so. they're Korean Chinese. Or Jap- Korean or I was going to say Korean or Japanese. No, that's not kanji. No. No, I think it's Korean. Um, but I found some chips that have some interesting flavors that I thought we might like to try on the podcast. I'm, I'm excited. really nervous about one of them. I'm excited for both because I'm fat. <laughs> but they're like Lay's. This is not sponsored, but they're Lay's. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, not. We have fried crab flavor, which is the one I'm nervous about. Mm-hmm. And this one doesn't say it in English, but it's some sort of like roasted chicken wing flavor. Yeah. So mm. that's the one I'm excited about. They both sound amazing to me. They sound amazing. <laughs> so let's get the let's get the one that you're nervous about out of the way. Okay. Manny's... I'm gonna open up the uh, fried crab flavor one. I'm scared. All right. Let's see. If I can open it. Oh my god! What's that happening? There you go. Okay. Oh. Does it smell fishy? It does smell fishy. But like good or bad? Um, kind of reminds me of the uh, maruchan. Or the, uh, the, the the cup of noodles that have like the, season, like the the shrimp seasoning in there yeah. and everything. Yeah, that's the smell I got. Okay. All right, let's see. Let's try it. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I love it. It's funny. Mm. Mm. Okay, tell me what it tastes like. Oh. Mm. <laughs> it tastes good. Let me try it. it tastes like, I'm it tastes be like, so scared. It tastes like crab. I know, but I don't. It fucking tastes like crab with potato. I've only had crab like one time in my life. I'm gonna take like Get a small piece. There a you go. Piece. There you go. You know what? That tastes pretty good. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, Sarah's not gagging, so that's usually a plus when it comes to something like that. I've only ever had crab in like a California roll. And even then, that's imitation crab, too. Mm-mm. When I get it, I get it from a fancy restaurant. So Ooh, it's real crab. <laughs> I won't order imitation please, crab. Please don't say it like that, because the listeners are going to think that we make money. We, and we don't, don't make, make money. money. I don't make sushi money. Girl, if we made sushi money, I'd be recording uh, this stuff way more often. Yeah. I need one more. This is really good. That was actually really good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was really good. I'm shook. So next, we have the uh, roasted chicken wing one. Yeah. Ooh, these smell good. They kind of smell like they kind of have like a curry smell to them. Mm. And they're like um crinkle. They're not like regular lays. They're Ooh. crinkly lays. I like curry. So that makes I me very excited. I love curry. Okay, let's see. Do it. Oh, they already look nice and seasoned. 
They taste really good. I don't know if they taste like chicken, but they taste really good. All right. I'm jumping in. Ooh, that does smell really good. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a slightly sweet mm -hmm. smell to it. That's interesting. Ooh, I got a really seasoned one, too. Look at that. <sighs> See? I'm a big mouth, so all of this is going in. <laughs> Go. That didn't sound right, <laughs> Oh, that was the perfect crunch. <laughs> hmm? That was the perfect crunch. I know. Mmm. Mm. They're like sweet chicken wings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's really good. I could you eat can, those all motherfucking day. You can taste the curry. Yeah. That's it, good. Maybe they have curry in them that we didn't read it right. Mm. Um, That's good. Know. Holy shit. Yeah. You I, know what? They have like a tomato powder in it. So maybe that's um, why we're getting a kind of a curry flavor with the spices. Oh, I can destroy that shit all day. That's so good. We we need we need more of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I really love the crab one too. Don't get me wrong. Phenomenal flavors with that one. Definitely get a lot of crab in it. Um, but this one right here, the the chicken wing one. I'm eating just, another one. <laughs> that shit is too good. I'm fire. It's so good. <laughs> like and I love chips. I, I can I like I can picture myself sitting watching, you know, watching the Dodgers play or something mm -hmm. with a bag, a big bag of those motherfuckers. Right there. Mm -hmm. And I'd be so fucking happy. I'm so sad we can't get these here in California. I mean, like, there's there's vendors online, mm -hmm. but they're they're an arm and a leg for that they're shit. Oh, the man. shipping is expensive. That's the thing. They're That's why expensive. I got these when I was in Hawaii. Oh my god! They took a, they took a plane ride. <laughs> Y'all, please be safe out there. <laughs> oh, I, I put them as a carry on. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm, don't get smushed. I had them in a little bag, and I was trying not to smash them the whole See, time. You were smart about it. When we went to Nola, mm -hmm. I I brought back beer from there, mm -hmm. and uh, I put them on the you know the big luggage oh. but i wrapped them with like fucking a bag and a fucking paper bag and my fucking underwear or i don't know what but like i like i just wrapped like cushioned as much as possible because mm -hmm. i'm like we didn't have enough space with our carry-on to be able to do it did it work yeah it worked oh that's good it didn't get like um unfizzy i guess no no okay. um because you know they throw luggage around yeah no no surprisingly it didn't um, especially when it came to the bottles, because I was like, dude, those are, I'm worried are going to fucking break. Mm -hmm. But they didn't. That's good. It was safe. It was good. <laughs> Thank the heavens, because that beer was phenomenal. And I'm so sad that we can't find it out here in the, out here in California. Yeah. Because, you know, whatever. <laughs> we, we, we don't deliver it. Here. I love when you find something good in other states, though. Mm -hmm. It's so fun. For me, it, it encourages me to go back out. Yeah. And and want to continue with all that. So we've talked about that before, but yeah, like ugh. especially when you find some like bomb ass food, you're like, you're not gonna get that back home. Oh my god! When we went to Hawaii, we went to Kona, and they had like a touristy spot or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like a downtown area where you can walk around, and go to all the shops. Mm -hmm. They had a place called RC Kona, and it's a butcher shop. Um, mm -hmm. luckily I'm not a vegetarian anymore. <laughs> yes. But they had um. All these things, like all these fresh meats that they slice daily, and you can get like any of their listed sandwiches, and then you can build your own. And they have something mm -hmm. called the Works, and the Works is mustard, mayo, lettuce, tomato, and Italian dressing. And I didn't get tomato because I'm not a big fan of tomato on my sandwich, but all that together on their like homemade bread with their sliced turkey. Oh my god, that's that the best fucking sandwich I ever had in my life. And they they make their own pickles. Oh mm. my god, it was amazing. It, like all of us were like blown away at how good a sandwich could be. Sometimes simple is best, man. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't it sound amazing. like it was like over the top with it with it either. You no. know what I mean? So it's like <sighs> it wasn't like over the top, but they did it exactly the way you wanted it. It was mm -hmm. so fresh. Mm -hmm. And there was like we had a group of thirteen people, mm -hmm. and then like more people came in behind us, and it's just like the tiniest shop. Mm -hmm. And they went so quickly; they got us our food so fast. Mm -hmm. And they have like uh, special cookies and stuff. Oh my oh. god, everything was so good, a phenomenal. Good, a good sandwich sounds really good right now. Mm -hmm. just... I I will be dreaming about that sandwich for as long as I live. Damn, <laughs> that was so good. Okay, something okay. about their Italian dressing like killed it for me. Like it was so good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Slay. <laughs> No, I want a sandwich. Mm. Anyway. All right, friend. You ready? Yeah, who goes first? I think I stretched it enough for this. Oh, oh. He's stretching like a gymnast. No, he's really not. He's not <laughs> even a track star either. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I went first the last time. I can go first this time. I don't remember. 
I mean, I, I've got it up ready to go. If you want to chill and continue enjoying them chippy chips. No, because they're so loud. <laughs> It'll just get right in your story. So Maybe that's what we want. No, that's not what we want. Give the people what they want. <laughs> Let me pull up my story. I feel like an old lady. I'm watching my stories. I'm watching my stories. <laughs> um, so if you guys are new, listening to us for the very first time, I'm Manny. Over there is my lovely friend, Sarah. Hi. And uh, we don't tell each other what we're going to cover. Oh, yeah. We do not. It's a surprise every time. I, I mean, like, I, I can't keep my mouth shut. So I'm always like, oh, my God, it's going to be so good. Like, this is going to be blah, blah, blah. But, like, like I don't give any, like, specific yeah. names or nothing like that. But like, If you um, hype it, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I can't just can't stay quiet. But, like, good, I need to tell you something, <laughs> you know. And so, yes, we don't tell each other what we're going to cover. We are genuinely hearing about whatever we're going to talk about for the first time, like at this very moment. Like, so right now, Sarah's going to tell us that she's going to cover. Okay. So this one lives in my mind rent free. Okay. I love a mystery. I just do. Let's talk about Amelia Earhart. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not expecting that one, were you? (laughs) No, I really wasn't. But man, that story is a fucking trip. so weird. All the fucking theories behind it, too. Yeah. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. All right, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) Hold on. Let me get some. Get a little sippy sip. (laughs) You have coffee? Mm -mm. Oh, it's water? Mm hmm. (laughs) <laughs> don't need me to be more caffeinated than I already am. I thought you had the biggest mug of coffee ever. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, okay, he's ready. You're all goddamn. <laughs> did you did you sleep last night? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> None. All right, take it away. All right. So, 22 days before her 40th birthday, Amelia Earhart, a female aviation pioneer, disappeared during a flight, and she was never seen again. Bum bum bum. Okay. <laughs> I already read the back. I have a comment for you. Okay. This whole fucking time, I yeah. thought she was much, much older than that. You thought she was older? I thought she was younger. Uh-uh, I thought she was much older than Oh, no. That. She was 39. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's hitting close to home for me, man. Also, I wrote bum, bum, bum in my notes. <laughs> I fucking love that. This is how organic, cage-free we are in this show. All right? Like, I did write it down, but I was going to do it anyway. So Yeah, see? But, but because it's, it's your natural speak. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give you some background on why Amelia Earhart was a total badass. Mm -hmm. So we really feel the weight of her loss, which Mm -hmm. was like immense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was born on July 24th, 1897, making her a Leo. Mm -hmm. Fun fact, Leos love the limelight and are always searching for external validation. They are often fiercely loyal and stand up for people who can't stand up for themselves. And they typically come off proud and strong. Which a lot of people have said Amelia Earhart was exactly yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that, that, that sounds, yeah. <laughs> so she was actually born in Atchison, Kansas, which is also the location of the very haunted Sally House. Ugh. And if you remember, that has a connection to the Velisca Axe Murder House. Yeah, no, 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 no. Because no. they have the same address. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> we'll eventually cover that at some point. I can't wait to cover the Sally House. But today's not that day. Today's not that day, sorry. Mm-hmm. Thank God. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> So later, she was raised in Des Moines, Iowa, and then also Chicago. She was born into a bit of privilege. So her grandfather, whose house she was actually born in, was a federal judge and the president of Atchison Savings Bank, making him a prominent person in town. Hmm. Her father was an up-and-coming lawyer. He later became a claims officer at Rock Island Railroad. Either way, whether her mother and father's influence or her grandfather, she was raised with a governess. Make no mistake, though, her life wasn't without turmoil. Her father ended up becoming an alcoholic and struggled to find work later in life. They often moved because of it, and she was never able to put down roots, except for when she lived with a governess in her grandparents' home for a few years because they thought it was best for her and her sister. Mm. Um, When it came to attending eighth grade, Amelia and her sister went to live with her parents, and her then-beloved grandmother unexpectedly passed away. In fear that the trust that was left to her mother would be spent by her alcoholic father, the house was sold and the trust protected. Earhart spoke of that time in her life as the death of her childhood. It's really sad. Yeah. (laughs) I can see the unfortunate events of having to grow up real quick at that point. Yeah. That sucks. Um, She had a younger sister named Grace, whose childhood nickname was Pidge, and Amelia's nickname was Millie. They were very close, and Grace followed Amelia's every move. 
From a young age, Earhart loved adventure and always loved flying. The girls loved outdoor things like sledding, shooting rats. Yes, they actually did shoot rats. They lived in the country. And collecting tadpoles. I was about to say like that. That was very uh, very uh, Luke Skywalker of her. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I ain't judging. Go for it, dude. Whatever, I guess. I don't I don't support shooting rats, but um But fuck them rats. <laughs> I guess they had to do what they had to do out in the country. You know what, man? I don't know. There ain't nothing to do out there. What do you want from me, all right? Especially in the early 1900s. I don't know. It was yeah. a different time. It was, it was that or tadpoles. Like, we want. <laughs> and there's only so many tadpoles you can capture, all right? Like, come on. Oh, man. Um, so they often wore bloomers and were criticized by others for their unladylike clothing because oh, they weren't wearing, like, dresses. Mm. <laughs> their mother encouraged the girls to be adventurous and ignore the haters. Damn right. <laughs> because of this, some historians refer to Earhart as a tomboy, but it's not really known if she identified that way or if she liked being girly, too. Like, maybe she just dressed like that because she wanted to be in the river. You know what I mean? And, and, and who fucking cares? She was a child. You yeah. do whatever the fuck she wants. <laughs> Jesus, she's a kid, man. Dad's an alcoholic. What the fuck? <laughs> Poor thing. Give give her something. All right. Yeah, give, give her, her some tadpoles. <laughs> Just don't shoot the rats. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so either way, at seven years old, she saw a roller coaster in a magazine and wanted to emulate it. Oh. She made a ramp with the help of her grandfather and a box with wheels and attached it to the top of their shed roof. She fell down and landed dramatically with a split lip and torn clothes and told her sister, oh, Pidge, it's just like flying. So she did like that from an early age, but it is said that when her father tried to like show her planes when she was like 10, mm -hmm. she was kind of not that interested, a little bit afraid of flying, like, oh, that sounds kind of scary or whatever. Yeah. But when she got older, she really got into it. Nice. When her family moved yet again before her junior year of high school, she didn't want to settle. She demanded she skip the local high school and pick her own school. Oh. She said she wanted one with a great science department. Mm. She ended up at Hyde Park High School in Chicago. And in her yearbook, there is a picture of her walking across campus that has the caption, A.E., the girl in brown who walks alone. Um, yeah. <laughs> kind of sad. Okay. Um, so it maybe is more of an indication of how she was treated and less an indication of her personality. Yeah, because, I mean, the, the vibe that you get from knowing about her or, like, reading up about her, like, she's very, like, sociable. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's, why, that's why I'm like... But I think she may have become sociable because she became, like, a celebrity personality. Right. So maybe, like, when she was younger, she was sort of, like, you know, bookish, like I a, guess. Like a recluse type of thing. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Well, she's still badass. Let her wear what she wants. Yeah. Um, after this, she actually attended a junior college, or sometimes called a community college, depending on where you're at, mm -hmm. but never finished her studies there. When World War I was going on, she went to train as a nurse's aide for the Red Cross and started helping at a military hospital in Toronto, Canada, where her sister was living. Mm. It was there that she was exposed to more modern flying than her little roller coaster and got interested in it as an adult. Mm. Fun fact... Earhart narrowly escaped the Spanish flu outbreak. Oh, boy. She was still a nurse at this time and actually had pneumonia and was hospitalized herself. She was released two months later. Oh, shit. During that time, she also had a maxillary sinus infection. Prior to antibiotics, they would simply flush the sinuses with surgeries involving tubes that were put into your face that could get quite painful. Mm -hmm. She frequently had headaches and pain behind her eyes and her sinuses. Her full recovery lasted a year. However, she still suffered throughout her life. And even as an adult, she would wear a bandage on her cheek to cover the hole where the drainage tube would go. I had no idea. That's why there are pictures of her with the bandage wow. on her tube face. God damn. That's really <laughs> fucked up. Jesus Christ. It just... That just sounds painful. Yeah. There's oh. like no, like no antibiotics. That's crazy. <laughs> I, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, looking at it now, right? Yeah. But back in, back in the day. Yeah. Like you would, you would think to yourself like, poor thing. Yeah. This poor woman could have been dead. Yeah. I Jesus. Can't. I feel bad. Wow. So she gained experience flying throughout her twenties after seeing airfield performances in Toronto while she was a nurse. She actually enrolled in Columbia University to study medicine, but she only lasted a year before she heard her parents moved out to California and she joined them. It was in California that she met Netta Snook, a pioneering female pilot who was offering lessons. Mm -hmm. Earhart worked several random jobs to save $1,000 for 24 hours of lessons. Her mother also gave her some money from their trust, quote, against her better judgment. <laughs> Earhart had to take a bus to the end of the line and then walk four miles to get to these lessons. Cool. 
She was dedicated. She I mean, wanted those lessons. <clears throat> I mean, she's already resilient as it is, guys. We don't need to add to this now. <laughs> I mean, shit. Fun fact, Earhart was only the 16th woman to be given a pilot's license. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That, wow. Yep. That's groundbreaking shit right there. <laughs> as much as she loved flying, after a while, she and her mother had exhausted their inheritance and could not afford very much. She ended up selling her first plane that she bought and another that she had bought, and they instead bought a small car. In 1925, she took her mother on a cross-country trip where Earhart returned to Columbia to finish her studies, but couldn't because they couldn't afford the full tuition. During this time in her life, Earhart became a teacher and then a social worker. So she actually had jobs outside of no flying way. planes. Yeah. I thought she just flo- flew planes. <laughs> Dude, she was a social worker. Yeah. <laughs> you can claim her now. What up? Add a girl. Um, when her heart drew her back to flying at 21 years old in 1928, she gained international fame as the first female passenger to cross the Atlantic by airplane, which sounds nuts now because we get in planes left and right. Right. But back then, flight was very, very new. It wasn't for people who weren't training to fly. So if you flew, you were flying the plane. Right. As like a pilot or a co-pilot. Right, right, right. In 1932, at the age of 25, she piloted a plane and made the first solo nonstop transatlantic flight. For this, she received an award called the United States Distinguished Flying Cross. It's a military decoration that is awarded for heroism um, or extraordinary achievement in flight. Hmm. In 1935, at the age of 28, she became a visiting faculty member of Purdue University as an advisor in aeronautical engineering and a career counselor to female students. During this time, she was a member of the National Women's Party, which is famous for fighting for the Equal Rights Amendment. She was an incredibly influential person during the 20s and 30s. She was a celebrity in every way you could be, and she spent much of her life in the spotlight. In 1937, she boarded a Lockheed Model 10E Electra that was funded by Purdue University with her co-pilot, Fred Noonan. She was attempting to be the first woman to pilot a plane on a circumnavigational flight of the globe. On July 2nd, 1937, the pair made a stop in Ley, New Guinea, and were seeing by the people there. They took off toward Howland Island in the Central Pacific Ocean, and then they were never seen again. So that's the last time anyone saw her. That's crazy. I'm, I'm waiting for the theories to come through at this okay. point. Because there's, there's, it's so fucking wild. So fun fact. Howland Island is an uninhabited island owned by the U.S., and it lies southwest of Hawaii. In the mid-1930s, a light was installed, shaped like a small lighthouse that was named for Amelia Earhart. It was meant to guide aircraft. It was partially destroyed during World War II, then later repaired, but as of now, it's been in disrepair with no plans to fix it. Um, Rude. It's... (laughs) Yeah, it's historic. I think they should do something. It's hers! Come on! So given that info, Earhart and Noonan were actually in the last leg of their flight, and they would have been back in the continental U.S. in no time. She was so close. Like, if they had went to Hawaii, they would have been back in the U.S., Mm -hmm. and then I think uh, they started in Miami, so they would have flown from there. Mm. So So what was the goal of the flight? Like Just to uh, go across the entire globe. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Damn. Damn, when you think about it, yeah, so fucking close. Yeah. Shit. In January 1939, she was declared dead by her husband, who coincidentally got remarried four months after he had declared her dead. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What a quinkitink. Not that that has anything to do with her disappearance. It's just that, like, to me, this shows that he really didn't care about her. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, that 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 would take a... That's a huge conspiracy theory. Yeah. You wanna a lot of people... Um, said that they had a marriage of convenience because they thought she was gay and that he was gay. But then he ended up marrying other women. So I don't know. I I mean, I don't know. It's possible too, sure, I guess. Yeah. But that's that's a lot of what ifs there. <laughs> so here's what we know about like the timeline of her disappearance. Right. On July 1st, 1937, Amelia and Fred Noonan, her co-pilot, took her plane on a global trip. They left Miami, Florida with the plane t- with a plan to fly 22,000 miles and stop in South America, Africa, India, and I think it's Lai or Lay, L-A-E, New Guinea? I think it's Lay. Lay? I just want to say Lay. Okay, Lay, New Guinea. On July 2nd, 1937, they left Lay, New Guinea as planned, going to Howland Island. However, they radioed into the Coast Guard that they could not locate the island and were lost. Fucking hell. So I didn't know that they did that. 
I just thought they went missing. Yeah, they're like, well, gone. Bye. They eventually stopped radioing back, and the president, Roosevelt at the time, immediately ordered a search for the two aviators, and they were never found. While George Putnam, her husband, did declare her dead 18 months after she went missing, he spent the immediate months after the announcement of her disappearance funding his own search. So planes were sent out from San Diego to search the Pacific around Helen Island. Mr. Putnam maintained she must have landed, especially because many people reported that they were receiving reports from Earhart's plane after she was declared missing. Hmm. None of these reports were substantiated, though, and are believed to be hoaxes, but it did give Putnam false hope. I mean, what a place to get lost, though. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's such a vast ocean in between you. You know what I mean? Like, anything could happen at that point. Yeah, so I'm not going to say, like, George Putnam didn't care about her at all. But he did move on pretty quickly. I don't know if that was just, like, for his image or something. I, And, I mean, who's to say that back in the day, too, it wasn't, like a common thing anyway to be like okay you know it was and, and plus to take into consideration the <clears> fact <throat> that this he moved on four months after she, uh, he declared her dead yeah. right and yeah. then by then it had been 18 months that she had yeah disappeared mm-hmm. so technically speaking we're talking about what two Over years year. closer, closer to yeah. two years yeah, like a year, like and, a year half, and a half at least so i, I mean i, I see I, it I, but not, i don't i'm not defending the guy i'm not yeah. just making any conclusion but i'm just thinking to myself time frame wise that yeah that seemed like quite a bit of time in between so mm, yeah kind of and he also <laughs> and he also kind of did fund a search for her too so yeah the fact that he funded a search makes it better in my eyes but yeah it's still sus <laughs> it is weird <laughs> it's still sus though I, I think maybe it was just a product of the time like sure. that he just moved on. That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking too. I mean, not, I don't want to say quickly because I feel like if it's been a year and a half and someone moves on from their deceased spouse, like that's none of my business. Everyone handles that differently. Yeah. But at the same time, like she wasn't deceased. She was missing. They don't right. know if she was alive. Right. But but to be fair, looking at other uh, in other contexts when they uh have people that have like say disappeared when they're out in war, right? Mm-hmm. And there's significant other have been told, okay, they're lost, more mm-hmm. than likely killed in action. They move on, and then all of a sudden you have a situation where they're like, oh, we're, they come back. <laughs> it's like, ooh, shit. Ooh. Oh, this is awkward. Um, and I'm I thought sure you were dead. That <laughs> happened a lot because, like, they were alive during the time of World War One. Right. I'm sure that happened a lot. Oh, yeah. That's so. what I'm saying. Like, it, I mean, it's it's possible. It's possible. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah Every, to, to each their, how about how about to each their own with how they grieve and how they decide to move on like, yeah that's none of my business because i mean you have people like pat and oswald that did move on after he moved on pretty fast for me too uh, but that's what i'm saying though everybody's different with yeah them, right like I'm, I'm not that i'm trying to kill myself off that for the record i'm not <laughs> but i've told amy before I'm like if that ever happens you know and you find someone that makes you happy and helps you move on mm-hmm. then do your thing you mean like yeah i'm not gonna you know haunt someone for being happy I mean, like, no <laughs> keep me on the couch my corpse and everything <laughs> not my corpse just as a reminder <laughs> no you have to be like because it's going to be in the future you have to be like keep my hologram in the house <laughs> and and making Tupac style and then make oh, hey <laughs> i like that maybe we'll, <laughs> no. talk, we'll talk about that later <laughs> it's weird it's a weird thing <laughs> it's a no for me dog <laughs> all right all right all right, all right. <laughs> back to it so as we know Nobody likes an unsolved mystery. Absolutely not. I hate it. <laughs> Pretty quickly, there were theories of her disappearance that ranged from simplified to outlandish, you might mm. say. The first of the biggest theories came about in the early 1960s, four and a half years after her disappearance. <laughs> Japan bombed Pearl Harbor at right. that time, right. catapulting the U.S. into World War II. And a journalist perpetuated a theory that Japanese soldiers captured Earhart and Noonan and took them to Saipan. The journalist used poorly and incompletely deciphered code from the time and a theory that Earhart was a spy for Roosevelt to support his own theory. Hmm. He even claimed that a woman who was living as a widow in the U.S. was Earhart living under another identity. The woman said it was a hoax and never once claimed to be Earhart herself. Mm -hmm. In the 1980s, a Japanese journalist investigated ship logs, war logs, and other means to look for any hint of Earhart but found nothing. See, I can believe the spy one. Yeah. Mostly because I'm thinking back to what you said earlier, that Roosevelt, like, quickly... It was like, find like, her. Like, like, 
San Diego, do your shit. Like, mm-hmm. go search for her, right? And and not to say that, you know, you wouldn't think that they would do that for any American citizen, right? Yeah. But t- mm-hmm. still, considering the, I mean, the limited resources... Considering the limited resources at the time. Yeah. And things of that nature. And to, to make a move so quickly. Yeah. You know. Like, I don't... Mm, it's a thought, but it's not substantial. I mean, yeah, of course it's not. Like, yeah. In 1991, the FBI reported that a metal map case was found near a reef that could be Earhart's. It's believed that if she crash landed near the reef, that there were temperatures up to 120 degrees Fahrenheit and she would have had no fresh water. So survival was just not possible. However, it's been stated that if they did crash land there, that there would have been plane parts somewhere and they never found any. Yeah. Okay. The wilder theories include accidentally traveling through a wormhole um alien abduction <laughs> crashed on a smaller island island and was eaten by large coconut crabs that one's in the forefront people love that one. Oh, shit i didn't know about that one yeah and that she's living as a different person in an asian country so um interesting interesting sure. w- wasn't there one and i don't you've know you've never heard about the crab no oh I've, I've, giant I've, man-eating crabs you know yeah it's a pretty I've, big one i'd heard of about them being captured and then eventually killed like mm-hmm. you know like and like i remember seeing a special where they had a supposed picture of her and her co-pilot mm-hmm. like being like in like they were like being sat and like handcuffed in like like this small like little port yeah that was mentioned too but it was just someone who like barely resembled her yeah yeah Yeah. look at that earlobe (laughs) looks just like hers so the coconut crab theory actually makes sense because they weren't able to find their bodies so Uh, yeah and maybe they died on impact but animals ate their remains yeah the theory that remains them that makes the most sense is just that they had minimal mechanisms to help guide them because aviation navigation wasn't high tech enough at the time right and they struggled to find the island and ran out of gas Right. Um, still, they would have found the plane or pieces of the plane at some point. One of the only areas that hasn't been searched with radar or submersibles is the east side of the island. If evidence is located there, they would have overshot their landing and ended up too far from the island to see it. Right. So once I, I know people are still like trying to fund that. Mm-hmm. So once they do that, maybe they'll find something. But it's been so long. Most of it must be deteriorated by now. Yeah. I was going to say, Mike, uh, I, I especially again. I go back to how vastly big yeah. the ocean is. So big. It could yeah. be anywhere. You know yeah. I mean, and, and, Currents and how, could have taken things. And how deep the water goes too mm-hmm. could have easily been just sucked back down. You know yeah. I mean? like, so. And like similar with like, for example, the Titanic. Yeah. Um, it's deteriorating because there are bacteria that eat uh, like rusted metal. Yeah. So I don't know how quick that happens in tropical water. That would be tropical water. Yeah. So I don't know. I think this I, happened I, after the Titanic, to be clear. So it wouldn't be as deteriorated as that. But. Right, right, right. I I think. Well, maybe though, because it it was a much smaller object. Though. Much oh. smaller, yeah, and so. in different water temperatures, and not as deep. I would say. Right, right. Just depending on where they landed. My theory is, they crashed, like overshot it, undershot it, whatever. They crashed, mm-hmm. and it just died on impact, and then from there the. the the water just reclaimed it like i like, think so like the earth just reclaimed it saying that nope, you're mine now that's <laughs> basically it. you're stuck you know? yeah that's more logical to me it is the most logical explanation but what if they went through a wormhole that's all i'm saying <laughs> did you did you get anything on that no they, there's nothing on that people are just like they went through a wormhole and i'm like and your proof is your explanation is <laughs> you need to give me more than just they got a nothing wormhole. they're just like oh, what the we fuck? love wormholes is what <laughs> They just wanted to fuck shit up. They just threw it in the like, wormhole and then just ran off. It's yeah. Like, uh, dick. It was like Reddit slash wormholes. Give I don't me know. something. <laughs> don't just put that there. They just threw it out there. Assholes. <laughs> Assholes. As much as this seems like the most realistic explanation, it's still unusual that no one has ever found any evidence. Yeah. Almost 80 years later, things would be degraded quite a bit, even if they're still out there. Right. And we may never get answers on this one if we do. And they may not be as exciting as the theories that we've come up with. That's usually the case, isn't it? <laughs> yes. That's usually the case. It's like, yes. oh. But wow. it's so creepy. It is. And I, and and I think aside from the wormhole one, which I am very offended by, <laughs> the, the, the romantic one is the spy one. Yeah, where you're like, she's still alive. And the one that I hope and pray to God is not it. The is crab the coconut one. crab. I, <laughs> the crab. Oh, Big I, man-eating crabs. I will fucking devour this bag of chips. <laughs> yeah. 
in her honor if that's the case because oh that God. is some bullshit but no. terrifying Ugh. very terrifying imagine no i don't want to <laughs> so my sources for today are the wikipedia on amelia Earhart, independent.co.uk news um britannica.com womenshistory.org pbs.org smithsonianmag.com nasa.gov time.com and archives.gov slash news slash topic slash airheart slash hell yeah slash hell yeah slash she a bad bitch <laughs> she she was though she was she was badass. she was an absolute badass that survived so many fucking things to be taken out by just you god know god knows what a god knows what yeah a wormhole <laughs> aliens <laughs> crabs uh, the crabs one is scary to me yeah but that would still be better than a wormhole, let's be honest. I mean, it, it makes more sense than the wormhole. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd rather go through a wormhole than be eaten by crabs. Yeah. I mean, it depends where you come out, but maybe bigger too. crabs. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. We picked the wrong wormhole. <laughs> much worse. <laughs> they opened the wrong door. Damn it. <laughs> Amelia, you're a badass. Don't ever forget that. In, like, the spirit realm? Too, yeah, she is. All right, friend. You ready for the shit? Hit it. This has been, by far, one of my all-time favorite cryptids. Uh-oh. <laughs> and if y'all don't love this cryptid by the time we're done with this, fuck you. Oh, fuck you. Big words. Yeah. <laughs> because we're all about positivity and empowerment up in this bitch. Except fuck you if you're not. <laughs> and, and yeah, so fuck you if you're not. <laughs> Let's talk about the squonk. Oh, the squonk. I love the squonk. We love the squonk here. I'm cute. Like the Fresno Nightcrawler. Yeah. The walking pants. <laughs> so we're talking about the squonk today. Sources. Wikipedia, because of course. Some two really good YouTube videos, by the way, mm -hmm. uh, about the squonk. Uh, I started following one of them, uh, or subscribed to one of them on YouTube. It's called uh, Wicked Encounters. Oh, okay. Uh, they did they did a brief little history on the squonk. Mm -hmm. Another one uh, by the Wandering Woodsman called the Squonk Mythical Creatures of Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. cryptid wiki on the squonk squonk fearsome creatures of the lumber woods mm -hmm. and squonkapalooza squonkapalooza okay i'm so excited to share that one with you one. so let's get to it it has a scientific name oh lac lacrimacorpus dissolvens dissolvens like dissolving body so that means tears body and dissolve ew so it'll make sense okay soon hang in there you know don't worry we'll 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 we'll, we'll be there together and be like wow okay i have a feeling i'm still gonna say you but okay yeah <laughs> so where is it located it's said to live in the hemlock forest in pennsylvania bum, bum, bum. so my pennsylvania peeps keep a lookout for that creature <laughs> so let's talk about how it looks though because mm -hmm. that's what we're here for so because we need to know what we're looking out for Mm -hmm. So the general consensus of how our little buddy looks is that it looks like a fat pig. Okay. With long, thin legs. Mm -hmm. With the hind legs being longer. So disproportionate. Oh, okay. And a grumpy, sad face. Oh. I know. <laughs> What's that matter, friend? He's so why, sad. Why are you so grumpy? <laughs> Let's talk. Um, it's also believed to have loose leather skin covered in warts. And is about the size of a pig. Okay. Some accounts... According to some accounts, uh, the creature is always unhappy due hmm. to its ugly appearance. Oh, he doesn't know he's ugly. I know. He only knows he's ugly because we tell him. Yeah, he's ugly. why would they tell him that? That's Don't tell mean. him that. He's beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful in your own way, baby. I am beautiful <laughs> in every single way. There you go. <laughs> That's for you, Squonk. <laughs> um, there are also some other accounts that mention that the creature has one web foot. Oh. Just one? Yeah. They're, they're, to be specific with you, their left hind foot. Like for what? That would lead them to swim around in small circles. Oh no! But, He's lost. But because of that though, <laughs> they end up eventually drowning. Oh no! I know! This is so sad. It is. Okay. This is why I love it so much. Okay. This is why it needs love. <laughs> it's also very slow. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Especially in, in the moonlight. Okay. Why the moonlight? I don't know. <laughs> Good question. Or a good comment. 
<laughs> just say, uh, because they try to avoid seeing their grotesque appearance being illuminated in bodies of water. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so they're like, I want to avoid seeing anything. This is the meanest lore I've ever heard. I know, and yeah, but this is why I love it so. He much. didn't do anything to anybody. No, <laughs> evolution's like fuck you, <laughs> and it's like what? <laughs> what I do? <laughs> One web foot? Oh. Uh, a more recent description, and by recent, I mean like 2015 recent. Okay. So, a lot of similar traits to, um, you know, the previous mentionings of a pig. So, oh, I think okay, it's probably why it. Wilbur, I don't know. I, I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I will never not remember fucking Shard's love for the pig crying that he didn't want to die. I was like, this is mean. Like, as a child, why are we, I was so why sad. Why are we going to kill the pig? I was so sad as a kid. I was like, why are they killing him? So, um, <laughs> we have to isolate that audio. <laughs> no. That's so I've done good. too many weird things you could isolate already, so. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but we need them all. Uh, so, anyway, going back, because we're professional. A mm-hmm. uh, more recent description, as recent as 2015, mm-hmm. uh, has that the squonk uh, is, has similar traits to previously mentioned pig features. Okay. Uh, but also with cauliflower ears covered in wax and hair. Oh. It also appears to have yellow crooked tusks. Oh, so it, it's almost like it sounds like they're intentionally making this ugly. Yeah, like it's getting uglier and uglier every year. It's like they'll be a fucking dick, dude. <laughs> All right. We're, it's already have it already has low self-esteem. Leave it like, And <laughs> <laughs> what else is ugly about me? <laughs> Assholes. So let's talk a little bit about its origin story. Okay. So one of the stories regarding its origin starts that they were creatures that lived in the hemlock forest for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. It's believed they got pushed out and were being f- uh, and were being found in marshes because of deforesting. Oh. Since they appear to be poor swimmers, mm-hmm. mentioned earlier, so no floaties for our friends, oh. they eventually would drown. Poor things. So another story uh, talks about that they were creatures that migrated from deserts to the swamps and eventually settled in Pennsylvania. Oh. So, they were migratory creatures. Okay. What can it do? It sounds like nothing. <laughs> you would think that. Okay. And yes, you're technically right. Okay. But it cries. Oh. Well. A lot. Poor thing. Yeah. Yeah. Legend even has it that it cries so much because of how hideous it is. Hmm. Again, what is it with the fucking disparaging commentary here? <laughs> Bro, I mean, I, I feel it. I feel it. Low self-esteem. I get it. You know? <laughs> so let's talk about not necessarily sightings, but more like reports of when it first was being brought into the uh, you know forefront of things. Okay. The first written account of the squonk was from a book that came out in 1910 called Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods. Hmm. This book was the first of its kind to try and give descriptors of not just the squonk, but other North American mythical creatures too. Oh. So thank you, whoever wrote that book. Okay. I forgot to write down the name of the person who wrote that book. Because <laughs> I do my research real well here. <laughs> but within the Lumberwoods book, there there is a mention of an encounter by J.P. Wentling. During this encounter, he apparently had captured a squonk by mimicking it and inducing it to hop in a sack. Oh. Apparently, they're also very gullible. Apparently. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, you, you seem ugly like me. <laughs> So Wentling was probably very ugly. So too. if you're ugly, just go out in the forest and cry and we'll Man, come to you. I will have a... So many squonks. So many. A farm of squonks. So many. <laughs> come, my brethren. <laughs> so we finally captured one. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Nah. Nah. You know it's never that easy, homie. <laughs> Where you been? Mm-hmm. What episode is this now? A hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever number this is, you should know better. You should know now. If you're past the first one, you should know better. Yeah. Uh, but by the time Wentling got home with his capture, mm-hmm. he noticed that the sack was much lighter and also very wet. Ooh. So what ended up happening? Well, nothing. It just it, got out. It 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 uh, it was just a sack full of tears and bubbles. Ew. So here's the thing that happens with it, right? Is that it's believed that when it's captured, it becomes totally inconsolable like crying <laughs> even worse to the point of where it dissolves and becomes oh my god it's tears i can't <laughs> not it got out of the sack and ran away but it literally dissolved into a pile of tears yeah no I it's can't. gone 
I cannot. How dare you try to capture it? <laughs> That's the explanation. Yeah. It's the only logical explanation I've well, ever heard. I mean, yeah. You had it in the sack and now it's gone. I mean And all you have is nothing but tears and bubbles in the in in the sack. So come, come on, on, man. You come had on. it in the bag, literally. Bro. <laughs> the literal definition of having it in the bag. Had you just made friends with it. Yeah, he could, you could have been like, you know what? You're beautiful. And then he would probably be willing to come with you. <laughs> It'd probably be like, you know what? You're great. He could have really just nice comforted me. it the whole way home. Exactly. Mm. See, this is why I should go get it because, you know, me being a therapist and all. <laughs> probably talk to it a little bit more. The creature was also mentioned in the 1939 book called Fearsome Critters. Mm-hmm. So um, they're not that difficult to find, oh, really. Okay. I mean, overall, uh, what they say to look out for is. To listen to their continued weeping. So you can hear them crying. Okay. That's how you're able to find them. But the best way to spot one would be to search the forest on a moonlit night and follow a puddled path of its tears. Oh. This is a really, really, really sad. It's one. a really sad. Uh-huh. So they're not dangerous. Okay. So if we're wondering, you know, what to do if we ever run into one, they're not dangerous. Comfort it. Right, right. <laughs> it's one of those that are more afraid of you than you are of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, maybe overall just don't hurt it. Mm-hmm. Don't catch it. Just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Don't make fun of it. Tell it it's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Hype it up. <laughs> what is it with you people? Be nice. I, I would think it was cute. Be nice to my squonk. <laughs> Be nice to my squonk. Oh, the squonk. So... Just because it's an obligatory question at this point that I always have to ask when we get to this portion of the story. Mm-hmm. Is it a hoax or is it legit? Um, you know, it's one of the ones that sounds more like a hoax than other things, but I want to believe it's legit in my heart. I I believe, one of the few times I'm going to say it, I believe it's a hoax. Oh. But might be something else that doesn't dissolve into its tears. Let's be honest. That's not not it at all. No. Anyway, so yes, I, I like to believe it's it's a hoax, but also might be something else. Yeah. Maybe, I, I remember reading one theory is that someone who, like, one of the first few people that's seen a creature like that mm-hmm. is more like a wild boar. Yeah. Or, like, some sort of, like... Maybe even, like, a deformed boar. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And they're like, oh. It's a squonk. <laughs> it's a squonk. <laughs> but it sounds kind of cute, though, if you say it like that. Yeah. I doesn't explain the crying, but maybe there's, like, an animal that makes a crying noise. Yeah. And it's not actually crying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That would make more sense. So I will finish this with some random interesting facts. Okay. For all you Genesis fans out there. Oh. The band, not biblical. Yeah, not the biblical book. No, no. <laughs> they wrote a song about our wonderful little creature called the Squonk. They did? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, when we were doing the research, uh, uh, I was you know, watching one of the YouTube videos on the TV. Mm-hmm. And then I played the track... <laughs> Uh, after and I'm like, this is inspiring me to write. <laughs> it's a decent song. Okay, Genesis is Phil Collins' band. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, started off Peter Gabriel and then yeah. Phil Collins took over. After yeah. That. But sticking with the whole musical thing, Steely Dan. Oh. Also mentions our friend the Squonk in the song called "Any Major Dude Will Tell You." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Totally random shit. I t- Why are these people mentioning the squonk? Do they grow up there? Well, uh, Genesis, they're, they're English, so. So no. No. Uh, Steely Dan, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where Steely Dan's from. I don't know. But anyway, so those two for sure. Google that shit. I'm wicking it right now. I want to save this one for last because this is the best way to end it. Because um, we need to strive to do this at some point in the near future. Steely Dan was founded in New York. Oh. So they're just tripping. Well, not too far. It's not too far. It's East Coast, but still. Yeah. Close enough. (laughs) I have an important question to ask you to wrap this up. Okay. Do you want to go to one of the coolest festivals ever? Oh, my God. Is that even a question? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So we're going to go to Jonestown, Pennsylvania. Okay. (laughs) For Squonkapalooza. Okay. A thousand times yes. Yeah. (laughs) And I kid you not, it's happening this year. Oh, it is? The year of our Lord, 2023. What, what is the date? Um, actually, at, we're recording what August 13th. It was, uh, I think it has it for August 26th. Oh, of this year. I know. We I can't know. fly out then. I it's know. Too soon. It's too soon. But still, 
Um, it was created by um, two people that like are like super into mm-hmm. American folklore and stuff like that, like local. And they put together, they're putting together this festival. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it kicks and then, you know, kind of keeps yeah, going from there. Yeah, because I would like to go next year. I know. That'd be really cool. So it's to celebrate our little cryptid friend, Aww. the squawk. But it's also this, uh, a festival that intends to celebrate all creatures from Appalachian and Americana folklore and cryptozoology. I love that. So that sounds phenomenal i want to go to that so bad we need to go to that i wish it was here i know (laughs) but then again to be fair though it sounds like a lot of cryptids are like mostly east coast yeah they have more woodsy areas than we do i guess yeah yeah we don't have that much here they have a lot of nothing and i think it's more built up on the coast right yeah right but yeah i would love 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 to go that i need to send you the link for the website it's cute yeah let's go at that you guys want to support us going? <laughs> Join our Patreon. We take don- donations. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely do. And uh, that is the squonk. Yes. Yay. I love my squonk friend. Oh, I want a squonk. He's so cute. <laughs> it's so cute and ugly. Haters. I want one. It's so sad, though. Like, I feel like the whole, all the research, everyone, like, even those that were, like, writing or, like, having videos about it were like, mm-hmm. I feel really bad of how badly we're talking about it. <laughs> It's like, Jesus. It doesn't even sound that ugly. It just sounds like goofy and silly baby. Yeah. It's just a little goose. It's not a water baby. Oh, no. Water baby. And it's not a Jersey Devil either. Jersey Devil. That's not his fault. His mom put a curse on him. I know. Dick. <laughs> baby didn't do nothing to you. Yeah. Alcoholic husband. <laughs> um, but yeah. So um, I, I remember you and I. Mm-hmm. talking about that one before the squonk mm-hmm. i think you sent me a video on tiktok i think it was whatever and then amy sent me something like a week or two ago <laughs> and i was like i i just gotta cover it we love the squonk we're we're a squonk fans. we're here. a squonk family <laughs> yes we are a squonk family in this here. family we love squonk yes <laughs> i don't know about putting it that way <laughs> in this family we love squonk is that code no <laughs> is that code no what is that my recommendation because i'm gonna start watching it soon oh, okay um on hulu there's a show called this fool okay i've never it, heard of it. It, it from what from what i've gathered it's like the synopsis of um this guy kind of coming out of prison of it that i coming out of prison uh-huh. and rehabilitating himself and like you know mm-hmm. like kind of like covering the adventures of that journey as well as a family and stuff like that so a lot of you know uh mexican cholo references and things of that nature but it's supposed to be like a comedy Mm -hmm. so i'm really interested to see what it's all about because the clips that i've seen are fucking funny okay and i'm like i have to watch it (laughs) i have to watch it so there's two seasons out already oh okay my Um, mom's probably already seen it she watches everything yeah so (laughs) i'm gonna check it out i'll let you know okay okay i'm excited to, to watch it you know um i recently watched this has nothing to do with what we do but I recently watched... Uh, the Cholos um, had nothing to do with it either. <laughs> Come on. Um, I watched Red, White, and Royal Blue, which is based off the... Um, I guess it's young adult, but they're in their 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, book by... Oh my gosh. Who writes that book? Casey McQuinston. Mm-hmm. Um, who is a queer non-binary author, and they're amazing. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful love story between the President of the United States' son and a Prince of England. Yeah, it's oh. such a like sweet like I thought it was gonna be stupid or silly, oh, right, 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 right. but I actually really loved the book a lot. I cried like a baby when I read it, Aww. and they made it into a movie. It's on Prime Video. It just came out August eleventh. Um, I cried like a baby then too. Huh. So it was just it was so good. Hmm. I loved it so much. I recommend watching it if you like a good rom com. Okay. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> but Amy, I know a lot of people don't like rom-coms. But Amy does, and I'm pretty sure she will. Oh, I hope she watches it. It's so good. You, you might want to text her it. And <laughs> tell her to watch it. Yeah, yeah I should. I think she's read the book. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know. I Maybe I saw it in her Goodreads. I don't know. I think? Probably. I'll text her and be like, yeah. read and watch, because they're both so good. No, nothing more. That's the disclaimer <laughs> you get. Just go. Yeah. Yeah, she would be down for that. Okay. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah um anything else um i'm dying to see the haunted mansion oh yeah it came out a week or two ago and i haven't seen it yet and i really want to so maybe next weekend i just remembered remember telling you about the uh the horror nights concept of the latin american 
Oh, yeah. Ghosts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. One of the few fucking times I actually want to go get myself scared, but also am too chicken shit to do it. <laughs> you should do it. It's good. I know. I know. You kind of like when you're there, you have so much adrenaline. You're like pumping yourself up about it. Like, I don't really like to be scared. But when I went to Halloween Horror Nights, it was like there's something about it. Like seeing the atmosphere of all the cool things that you want to see. Yeah. It just gets you so excited about it. Yeah. So I had a good time. I know. Do it. I know. <laughs> I, like honestly, at 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 this very moment, I'm more like seventy thirty in favor of going. Okay. So there's still some reservation because clearly, again, I'm chicken shit. <laughs> but I definitely am thinking about going because it just sounds that sounds way too fucking cool not to do it. Yeah. And but see, the other side of it too is also I don't want to be disappointed by it. Yeah. Because it's it's such a cool concept that you could really work with mm-hmm. but i can also see people butchering it yeah like making it too americanized and i'm not for that i'm kind of bummed that they're not bringing la llorona in it because like she had her own maze last year because of the movie mm. but like they could have brought the maze back or like updated it or something right because right, that's right, a right. really big piece of latinx culture that is very disappointing yeah one i have to eventually cover yes that would be fun yes it'd be fun maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe for spooky season yeah because that one scares the shit out of me. I know. <laughs> so scary. We should record at night, too. Oh, no. Out. No. Why do you got to do that? And, and you you're like, and okay, have a good time at night by yourself. Bye. Yeah. And then, no, no. Then you should, like, go to my haunted house and, 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 no, and record there. No. Because I got to drive home by myself. With all the lights out in the street. No, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> good thing we don't live next to any bodies of water. <laughs> <laughs> On top of that, with the water babies, too, being around. <laughs> Wonderful. I mean, putting stones not far drive you out there to the water spooky the way that you just said that <laughs> very threatening I, yeah, i'll drive you out there I'm i'll drive saying. you out there. i'll drive you out there to the water <laughs> it's like whoa sarah you got re- like you got real dark and ominous with that one it's like Ooh, okay relax you've been in a pool with me no one drowned you there were no water babies i know <laughs> i think Except I was, for your kids i think oh, i know your kids weren't there no they weren't there for that <laughs> but i think i was pretty buzzed by them so i wasn't feel, really feeling anything it's like all right fine whatever Smart. Get in the pool, get buzzed, don't know how to swim. Come on, take me now, Lord. <laughs> Just take me. Oh, my God. Water babies. No, what? <sighs> anyway. All right, friends. With that being said, uh, stay curious. And stay creepy. Bye. Bye.